Welcome to the weird world of oddities. Our song, this is Johnny Clockworks. Yoda, Yoda, Yoda. I'm okay. You haven't been here before, have you? No, no. Nice place. Thank you. It is a disarticulated human skull. A disarticulated skull is a skull that's been taken apart into its original 29 components. So what's the plan? You're going to sell it to me. Ah, you wish. <laughs> I have a whole different plan for this skull. This is going to be a really tall task for Ryan to satisfy, but he has to have it done. I'm counting on him. But you might be really interested in putting it in your shop. <laughs> Whoa! Obscura ain't your grandmother's antique shop. Whoa! <laughs> well, unless your grandma's a bit of a kook. Is that a straight jacket? I'm Mike. And I'm Evan. We've, We've spent, spent our, our entire, entire lives, lives collecting and dealing, hunting and picking, to get this business down to a science. This is Oddities. Good morning. Jonathan! Miss Evan. How good to see you this morning. Always a pleasure. Ursan, this is Johnny Clockworks. Awesome. Puppet master extraordinaire of myth and legend. Johnny's like the Dr. Frankenstein of prosthetic puppets. Just a little more whimsical. My signature work are assemblage pieces, which I build figures from a variety of antiquated objects and forms, many of them broken antique pieces. These are figures that I made out of uh, some prosthetic limbs that I found in the garbage can on 13th Street years back. God! Oh! <gasps> oh! Look at those! Look at that. Oh my God, that's genius! Yowza, yowza, How you doing out there tonight, folks? My name's Glusty. And I'm Gumshoe. <laughs> uh oh. Uh, oh! 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 Oh, that hurts. <laughs> Anyhow, anywho, I'm just looking for some new prosthetic limbs for uh, an electric scarecrow I'm making for my new wow. puppetry show, which is going to premiere in the fall. We have a couple of legs here. Yeah, that is very shapely and feminine. Mm -hmm. But they would articulate the foot here using the leather as a hinge. Like, you know, your foot bends there. Okay. This foot, if it was just kind of flat, you'd be walking, walking very awkwardly, but this one needs a little help. You see, this is before they had athlete foot powder. Since Johnny is a puppeteer and needs more complex parts to make his puppets work, I think he's going to need something much more advanced. Now, what's this? Oh, that's a beauty. That's a greater rarity. Gorgeous. Pleased to meet you. Oh, pleased to meet you. Wow. Now, how does it bend exactly? Well, see, if you, if we open this up, we'd see all the cables that go right to the fingertips. And then as this pulley is tightened, mm -hmm. they contract. Quite often what would happen, I know, with these, the wire would connect up to a harness on the chest, so when they move the arm forward... Exactly. It's so beautiful. What are you asking for it? Um, that one's about 700 What? Evan is asking $700 for that beautiful hand. And that is, quite frankly, way out of um, my artist's budget. Can't you give me a hand? <laughs> it's very rare, Jonathan. Don't you want to see it live? This hand's very rare. It's in pretty good condition. It has good age to it, and it's very beautiful. And I would have a pretty hard time finding another one at any price. Um, for artistic purposes, I could do 600. 500? 550 and two years of tickets. That's about as good as I can do on that one. It's a deal. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Tyler. I'm guessing you weren't planning on seeing me so soon. I wasn't. What do you got? Something pretty special. I've known Tyler for quite some time now. He's a chiropractor with a beautiful collection of skulls. Um, 
which I'm a little bit envious of. And I think he's envious of my collection as well. So I guess you could say we have a little bit of a skull rivalry. It is a disarticulated human skull. Very nice. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty cool. The human skull has 29 bones in it, and over a period of time, those all fuse together. A disarticulated skull is a skull that's been taken apart into its original components. This looks very complete. It is. It's complete and in really pristine condition. Real thing, too. It's not a... Oh, is, no, not a cast. This is clearly a real human skull. Yep. It's um, usually in a bag or a box yeah. or a you know, grocery sack. Yeah. You hardly ever see them in a box like this. I've never gotten one in a grocery sack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a chiropractor. My father was a chiropractor as well, so I'm a second generation, so osteology and bone collecting was always in our family. So what's the plan? You're gonna sell it to me. Ah, you wish. <laughs> I have a whole different plan for this. Ugh. I wanna take this disarticulated skull and have you reassemble it and craft all the hardware and make this a beautiful Beauchene skull. A Beauchene skull, otherwise known as an exploded skull, is a skull that's been naturally disarticulated and then rearticulated with a series of brass wires, an armature, and when it's done and finished, it looks like a skull's actually exploded. I started doing this process because I couldn't find one of my own. I couldn't find an old one, yeah. so throughout the years, I was able to learn the process on my own. Completing one of these exploded skulls is a very, very difficult, meticulous, lengthy process. It can take weeks to months. Honestly, this is a very specialized item. There's no way we can do this for less than three grand. Understood. I mean, it's a pretty tall order, but uh, yeah, I can do it, I can do it. Fantastic. Ryan's done some skull repairs in the past, but nothing this extensive. I just hope it doesn't blow up in our face. $3,000 is a really nice sale for the business. All right, Ryan, so do I have your word on this? Yeah. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks for bringing this in. Thanks, Thanks Tyler. I'll Thanks see you guys. soon. Okay, bye-bye. Are you sure you can do this? No. <laughs> if I'm gone all day, I can't come back empty-handed. That's unacceptable. 35 grand you're asking on that? Yeah. If I don't buy this now, I'm not gonna find another one. Come on in. Nice place. Thank you. Today we're at the Madison Vaucville Antique Show in upstate New York. They have truly everything across the board. It's a lot of picking, it's a lot of digging and, and filtering through mountains of stuff to find that, that gem, that nugget. But if I'm gone all day, I can't come back empty-handed. That's unacceptable. Can I see this polio leg brace? That may be, what, a two, three-year-old child? Yeah, that's a little kid. Yeah, it's a neat one. A little beat up, but nice. How much is it? It's 150. Running a shop like mine is not that easy. We're very specific. You know, we have a real aesthetic that we have to stick to. It really takes a lot of filtering through just mountains of stuff. What would be your best cash price on him? 125. 125. The whole name of the game is getting the right price. There's some great pieces, things I know I could move, things that look amazing in the shop. This is a trio club for Indians. Yeah, that's a really nice piece. But if you can't get it for the right price, you just can't do it. And that was 35 grand you were asking on that? Yeah. I passed on the uh, $35,000 shield and $1,200 uh, club. Have you seen one of these? Oh, uh, look at that thing. Yeah. That's great. Pretty nice. Got a uh, fitting room? Yeah, actually, I got one right back here. So you need help with try that? that? Let's see if it fits. That's an unusual pose for the squirrel. Usually they're sitting with a nut or climbing a tree. These sort of lounging, you know, kicking back and maybe watching TV. For cash, what would be your best on that? How about 20? I have a bunch of squirrels, but, you know, buy squirrels when you find them, not when you need them. I think I'll take them. Great. Great, thank you.
This is not really a home run purchase, but they're really good pieces to have around. These are things that sell all the time. You know, a lot of little sales do add up. Can I see this piece? It's a hearing trumpeter speaking tube is what I've always known him to be. Well, that's kind of neat, so you would just... Hello, hello? Yeah, it still works. What do you know about it? It's a thermoplastic ends, and this is a hard rubber tube that's wrapped in cloth. And the theory was the bigger the, the bell, the, the more you could... Yeah, <laughs> what are you asking on it? I was gonna try for a hundred. I collect this kind of stuff and they just don't turn up much at all. If I don't buy this now, I'm not gonna find another one. 75 take it? Cash? Okay, I'll do that. Thank okay. you. Overall, I'm really happy with the stuff I bought. It'll fill up the store nicely. It's really quite a nice haul. Ryan recently promised a customer an exploded skull. It's a very difficult piece, and I'm afraid he may have bitten off more than he could chew. So I'm stopping by his house to see what his progress is on it. Come on in. Nice place. Hey, you haven't been here before, have you? Nice case you got there. Oh, thanks. You might have been collecting for years and years to amass this stuff. Yeah, and, you know, of course, a lot of it came from you. <laughs> <laughs> Always glad to help out. Hey, you remember this one? Oh, he looks a little different, actually. He looks a lot different. Yeah. I sort of redid the dentation. That's not bad at all. I know it's quite difficult, as, you know, a tooth is not a tooth is not a tooth. They don't just, you know, standard shape fit in. Exactly. Yeah, these are great. So what do uh, prospective, you know, dates think about this <laughs> stuff? I haven't had uh, any, any people leaving screaming so far. Nobody walks in and slowly backs out. So far, no. Anyways, you want to see the rest of the collection here? Hell yeah. Some more of my stuff in here. This is great. You got some collection going here. I remember these guys. Yep. It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, they, they really frame the wall quite nicely. Yeah, I like having them in here while I eat. Just have these guys watching over me. This cat I put together. Right. Um, I had to put the whole spine together, but the hands and the feet were intact. I love the pose. <laughs> So do you have a, a booklet that has, like, you know, cat anatomy, or you just mm -hmm. puzzle? Well, at or? this point, I sort of just can put a skeleton together, more or less. This is a, a mummified piglet. Oh, neat. Yeah. Poor Wilbur, huh? <laughs> I see there's no teeth on that one. It looks like it's grown over. That's yeah, geriatric? That's there. a geriatric skull. The top part of the skull is geriatric, and then there's this other piece that I found. Talking about piecing things together, uh... How's the Beauchene going? <laughs> you want to know about the Beauchene? That's why you really came uh, Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's going a little slow. I had a couple little problems. I mean, if you want to see it, my studio's right over here. Building an exploded or Beauchene skull is an incredibly lengthy process. So I just hope that when Mike walks in, he realizes that this is a work in progress. And here it is. Yeah, it might be an issue. I got really, really confused, actually, about these bones right here. Couldn't figure out where they went. <laughs> I mean, that sometimes happens with these things. I can't quite figure out where a bone goes. So then at the end, you have a box, like when you're doing a puzzle or something. Right. There's always a couple extra pieces. Little extra nuts and bolts. Yeah, thing. but that would be pretty bad, considering he knows what he gave me. Right. Dr. Claude Beauchene invented the process of Beauchening or exploding a skull in the mid-1800s. It was basically used to show anatomists every aspect of what made up the human skull, or whatever skull they were looking at at the time. One thing I always find really amazing is, you know, get the little holes to drill through that bone. I mean, what kind of... You have to use yeah. a very, very small bit. Every single piece that's being held on here had to be drilled out. And each of these pieces of metal, you understand, has to be hand-cut bent, you know, heated up. It's incredibly meticulous doing these things. Oh, and actually, I found these German glass eyes. 
But these are going to kind of go right in here. Right. So far, it does not look like an exploded skull to me. Tyler's very picky about his, about his skulls. Me too. Uh, I think right. we'll be ready. I just hope he likes it. Hello. Just ask if you need anything. Hoodwinks. Hoodwinks. May I look at them? Sure thing. Thank you. There's a costume that I'm working on that requires hoodwinks. Hoodwinks are these sort of goggles that will block out your eyes. They're, they're kind of like really classy blindfolds. They've got these little caps. You flip them over, you flip them up. You know, you can see, you can't see. Hoodwink. So what's your interest in hoodwinks? Um, well, you know, honestly, it's a... Uh, I've got sort of a uh, you know, character that I do some steampunk uh -huh. uh, conventions, things with, you know, and uh, he would, he'd wear things like this. So you have a steampunk alter ego. Yeah, well, I mean, my main ego's <laughs> kind of pretty steamy. into it, too, you know. Steampunk, in essence, it's Victorian-era science fiction. Steampunk's just a way to explore that. It's a way to have fun with that. And, and, and it looks great, too. When were these made? Well, those yeah. particular ones are, yeah. Turn of the century. Right on. That one came from an Oddfellows Lodge. Oddfellows. Right. The Oddfellows are a secret fraternal organization shrouded in mystery. The Oddfellows, like the Masons, had secret rituals. So, like, the red-tinted lenses and the blindfolds and stuff like that. It was a reveal. So hoodwinked. you're blind. You're blind, and then you're, they... You're hoodwinked, right, yeah. You're hoodwinked. <laughs> and then it's flipped up, and you mm -hmm. see the red there. The tinted red lenses would filter out everything but the darker colors and you would just see what they wanted you to see. So, um, these are... They're marked 150. I was like kind of hoping for something maybe like 70, 80 years old. Mm -hmm. These are at least 100 years yeah, old. Yeah, that's about right. So, I don't know. How about a dollar a year? And that would come out to... Oh, about 100 years old? How about 100 bucks? Okay. No, I think we can do that, yeah. Great, let's ring you. All right, cool. These things are spot on. She gave me a great price for them. In all honesty, I, they probably are worth about 150 bucks, and that's really awesome that she made a deal for me, so I'm pretty stoked about that. Hey, how you doing? You guys interested in buying things? Uh, yeah, what do you have? I'd love for you to walk out to the car. It's a little bit big for me to bring in. Okay. All right. Let's, let's go check it out. Okay. Well, it's not everybody's cup of tea. We might be really interested in putting it in your shop. <laughs> Whoa! Jeez, look at that. This appears to be an anatomically correct wax model. It's got the heart, the liver, the kidney, the face is half exposed, the eyeballs dangling. I love this thing. Where'd you get it? Uh, upstate Medical Museum auction. I just bought it because I thought it was really interesting and I've never seen anything like it before. They're teaching models. They would make these for schools, universities, hospitals. The idea was you could have all the anatomy displayed without using an actual cadaver. This way you wouldn't have to worry about the smell or decomposition. Sure. It could be easily displayed and be quite stable. How do they even make this thing, though? It probably was cast from a real cadaver. Hmm. Most of it's wax. Uh, there is probably some actual bone they would use in these. Look at his hair. The hair on here is actual human hair. That's actual hair? That's actual hair. They would actually use what looks like a little crocheting, you know, very hot, and they'd oh. poke in hair individually. Oh, wow. The nice thing about the wax is that uh, it's done in layers. Why would they make this thing out of wax? It has a translucency about it, very much like human skin does, as opposed to a plaster model, which is painted. All the color is right in the surface. You know, really, it doesn't have that depth that the wax does. 
Do you have any idea where it could be from? I noticed down here the signature Tremond. Dr. Tremond was a 19th century French uh, doctor and anatomist. He used to make all these sort of models, often diseased as well. Syphilis and STDs of all different kinds, uh, burns, pustules, things grown out of people's heads, uh, medical problems of all types. It's a really, really amazing piece. Um, any idea of what you're asking for it? I was wondering about $5,000 for it. With an item like this wax model, getting a price, it's a little tricky. We've sold some items like this in the past, knowing what they go for out in the market, knowing what we've sold similar items for, to really judge how much to pay for it. Maybe 35 is where I'd be comfortable. It's a great piece. It's a really amazing rare piece. People love this stuff, but who has room for this in the living room, especially in New York? I'll tell you who has room in their living room. This guy. I think 35 is good. Great, thanks. Let's go back to the shop, write this up. Ursan, very careful with this. You break it, you bought it. It's done? It's done. It's in here, it's ready to go. Can I see it? No, <laughs> wait till we get over there. But it's, it's good though. It's, it's amazing. We're finally heading over to Tyler's apartment to drop off the skull. Ryan seems pretty confident about this piece, but it's all about the customer being satisfied. He's expecting us, right? Hey Tyler. Hey Jim. How are you? How's it going? Good to see Good you guys. See you Tyler and I have been competing over our bone collections for many years now, and I can't wait to see his latest acquisitions. Wow. This looks like a Peruvian elongated skull. Very much so. Yeah, this is a real special piece. This Peruvian skull is 2,000 years old, uh, and they began from birth. When the child was born, they would begin the process of, of, uh, of elongating the skull. They would, they would bind it with boards. Or, or, or sometimes they'd wrap them too, I Yeah, believe. sometimes it was rope, sometimes it was, it, there were boards they used. Uh, in this case, it was a board on the back of the skull, which is why it's so flat in the occipital bone. That's a pretty amazing piece. That's, that's an incredible piece. I'm impressed. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> it's this very is a, cool. This is a 10th century uh, Viking skull, and it presumably belonged to a warrior. Um, who died most likely in battle because there's uh, I think thing. So. something <laughs> very negative happened to this skull. Might have had a mace blow to the right you know, yeah. temple. That was actually found um, about 100 years ago in a peat bog in Denmark. I could already see how excited Ryan is about this Viking skull, and I know he wants it for his collection. Skull envy is an expensive pitfall in our business. Out of curiosity, is, is this something that you would ever part with? Would you sell it? Well, if I did, um, you know, I think I'd want no less than $8,500 for it. $8,500. Normal skulls typically go for about $1,000 to $2,000, but something that's incredibly rare, like a 10th century Viking skull that has battle wounds associated with it, definitely goes for close to a $10,000 figure. Uh, I think, <laughs> think we're going to have to pass on this one. <laughs> well, I tried. <laughs> Tyler has a really amazing collection of specimens. He wins this one, but I guess we'll see who the real skull master is when he sees the exploded skull. You ready? I'm ready. Let's see. Wow. Oh my <laughs> God. That is beautiful. Wow. Oh, that's exceptional. That is really, really beautiful. Yeah. Just as beautiful from behind as it is from the face. I was blown away. It was everything I would hope it would be. Craftsmanship was exceptional. Just a masterpiece. So you can just see some of the little functions that can open and close these. If you uh, loosen this, you can put uh, this visits. completely back. So if you want to examine the inside right, of the right. skull. So you're happy? Incredibly. Cool, Tyler. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you very much. Even though this Beauchene skull is going to be the cornerstone of Tyler's collection, 
every time that he looks at it, he's gonna have to think of me.